Ladies and gentlemen, and other, it's Friday, October 15th, 2021. Friday, October 15th, 2021. Uh, Robert Durst got life in prison, so what, like a few months, do you think? Maybe? I don't know. Um, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, and, and tell your friends. Google Political Views TV Podcast, those four words, and I'll show up uh, top of the list, I think. I uh, Just look for the two, the, the, the black and white painting with two Y's in it. Anyway, I truly appreciate you coming. You know, it's Friday. Uh, give you a little bit for the weekend. And don't forget, being Friday... Uh, don't forget to look for the uh, Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. Maybe Biden is going to uh, appoint someone that isn't right for a position. Maybe he'll do that today or tomorrow. Eh, keep an eye. You never know what's going to happen, you know. Um, yeah, if you can, please bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. It'd be very nice of you. And you can tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to school me on something. Yeah. Or maybe you have a story that I haven't, uh, that I haven't touched on that you think I should have. Yeah, just let me know. Steve Bannon, I warned you, dude. Why didn't you listen? Uh, the House Committee investigating the insurrection announced yesterday it is moving to hold Bannon in criminal contempt for refusing to comply with a subpoena to testify. Uh, Representative Benny Thompson, the panel chair, the, uh, said, Mr. Bannon has declined to cooperate with the select committee and is instead hiding behind former President Trump's insufficient blanket and vague statements regarding privileges he has purported to invoke. <coughs> Excuse me. Bannon was uh, scheduled for the committee uh, de uh, deposition yesterday, and Bannon's lawyer wrote in a letter on Wednesday to the panel saying that his client will not provide testimony or documents until the committee reaches an agreement with Trump over, I'm sorry, over executive privilege. That's kind of funny. Uh, over executive privilege or a court weighs in on the matter. I, you act like Trump has any power. He's a washed up has-been. Uh, Thompson said that we reject his position entirely. The select committee will not tolerate, tolerate defiance of our subpoenas, so we must move forward with proceedings to refer Mr. Bannon for criminal contempt. Uh, there's a scheduled uh, meeting for Tuesday to vote on adopting a contempt report this coming Tuesday. He could get fined and or get, go to jail. Any individual who is found liable for contempt of Congress is guilty of a crime and may result in a fine uh, and between one and 12 months imprisonment. Uh, but the process is rarely invoked and rarely leads to jail time. I hope it does this time. That would be cool. Three additional Trump allies, his former chief of staff, uh, Mark Meadows, uh, former Deputy Chief of Staff Dan Scavino and former administration official Cash Patel are also subject to subpoena deadlines this week. Today, I would assume. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Today, Biden's administration issued a 40-page report warning that the climate crisis poses serious and systematic risks to the U.S. economy and financial system and sets out steps for action as climate impacts 
are already affecting American jobs, homes, families, hard-earned savings, and businesses. And basically, basically this is saying what I've been saying, what you and I have been saying about this. Pay me now or pay me later. It's saying the future of this is, is going to be way more than we can handle. Biden said in the report, the intensifying impacts of climate change, present physical risk to assets, publicly traded securities, private investments, and companies. Um, he went on to say that the climate crisis threatens the competitive uh, competitiveness of U.S. Co- companies and markets, the life savings and pensions of U.S. workers and families, and the ability of U.S. financial institutions to serve committees. Uh, moving on to Kristen Cinema, Kirsten Cinema, rather. Uh, Senator uh, Kirsten Cinema left the country this week to raise campaign cash in Europe. A trip that was uh, reported as new polling show Arizona voters are done with her. <laughs> uh, by like 70%. I, I think 70%. Yeah, I, I, it's coming up. Well, I guess she has to go somewhere for money. Most people who elected her won't give her any. Uh, according to uh, survey results released yesterday by the Progressive's polling outfit Data for Progress, 70% of likely Democratic primary voters in Arizona disapprove of cinema's job performance and overwhelmingly prefer candidates floated as po- uh, potential primary challengers, a sign that she's poised to lose her seat in 2024. Long way off, granted. Uh, infuriated by cinema's conduct throughout the reconciliation talks, Arizona activists who helped elect the, the senator are already laying groundwork for a primary in an effort to ensure she doesn't win another six-year term. It should be noted, Article 2, 19-221 and 222 in Arizona of the Constitution allows a sitting senator to be recalled. Just thought I'd bring that up. No one's told me. I looked it up. Moving on, <clears throat> a group of anti-Trump Republicans uh, yesterday said they'll endorse Democratic lawmakers facing tough races in next year's midterm elections in a bid to stop the GOP from retaking control of Congress. These are Republicans who don't want the GOP to retake control of Congress. The officials dismayed that most elected Republicans now embraces, uh, embrace Trump's false claims of the 2020 election that it was stolen, said they are also backing vulnerable Republicans, including Representative Liz Cheney, who I will back, who have rejected Trump's voter fraud allegations. Yeah, because anybody running against Liz Cheney is not going to win. Any Democrat running against Liz Cheney is not going to win. She's a moderate. The Renew America movement, RAM, R-A-M, formed by centrist Republicans after the insurrection concedes that Trump and his conspiracy theories now have an iron grip on the party. Ram, whose leadership includes former Republican governors Christine Todd Whitman of New Jersey and Bill Weld of Massachusetts, said supporting moderate candidates is vital to safeguarding American democracy. <coughs> Let me get a drink. You know, I, I, I had my... Uh, my uh, booster shot yesterday, my um, uh, Moderna a booster shot yesterday, and I'm feeling a little under the weather, and I don't know if the coughing has anything to do with it. 
or if I'm just coughing because I went out last night and didn't get much sleep. Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative uh, Pramila Jayapal demanded answers yesterday from Chief Justice John Roberts in response to a report that hundreds of federal judges have failed to recuse themselves from cases in which they had financial conflicts. In a letter to Roberts, they questioned whether Roberts had done enough in his role as a presiding officer of the Judicial Conference of the United States to uphold the integrity of the federal judiciary and enforce ethic rules. Warren and Jayapal cite a Wall Street Journal report that revealed 131 judges failed to recuse themselves from cases involving companies in which they or their family members owned stock, a scope of ethics violation the lawmakers called stunning. The letter references other instances in which Supreme Court justices similarly did not recuse themselves. Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, uh, uh, did not uh, recuse themselves from cases involving companies in which, uh, no, uh, recuse themselves from cases despite potential financial conflicts, including through ownership of individual stock as further evidence of a system failure that requires accountability. Wouldn't you agree? <coughs> Warren and Jayapal argued that their com- comprehensive ethics legislation, the Anti-Corruption and Public Integrity Act, if passed, would close the large gaps in the U.S. judicial ethics system by requiring public release of dis- disclosure reports, overhauling the recusal system, and barring judges from owning individual stocks. They asked Roberts, I don't think they can actually bar judges from owning stocks. They asked Roberts to provide information on why the 131 judges failed to disqualify themselves and what actions the judiciary was uh, taking in response to the report. Now, you know, the Supreme Court has been under attack lately, quite a bit. And uh, SCOTUS, including Roberts, is not happy with these attacks. Uh, My view is that Roberts is going, uh, normally, would sound like China and say, stay out of my affairs. Normally, I would think that. But with polling for the uh, validity of the court at an all-time low, that may not be an option for him. He really needs to step up and show that the federal courts can be trusted because nobody is trusting him right now. Moving on. Following a call by Representative Cory Bush to investigate the use of tear gas on civilians by law enforcement, the House Oversight Committee yesterday released a memo showing that the federal government has never determined the unregulated chemical to be safe for use on humans, despite the fact that manufacturers earn millions of dollars a year providing tear gas to police departments across the country. I I should know. Tear gas is banned as a chemical weapon and may not be used in war. The Chemical Weapons Convention was approved by the Senate in 1997, but still allows police departments to use it. It's banned in war, but it's okay to use on your own citizens, apparently. And we've talked about that before. We've talked about how, how it's a chemical weapon, recognized as a chemical weapon, a weapon by the UN. Uh, representatives uh, Raja... Krishnamurthy uh, and Jamie Raskin, 
who chair the Oversight uh, Committee's panels on economic and consumer policy and civil rights liberties, respectively, released the memo decrying a complete void in the regulation of tear gas, a weapon that is banned in war yet commonly used against U.S. citizens. Uh, Cory Bush said, (coughs) tear gas is not an inconvenience. It is a weapon of war. I know what it's like to have tear gas fired at me, my eyes, skin, and lungs burning in the fog of that horrific weapon, and to desperately search for something to relieve the terrible pain. Representative Alexandria uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, AOC Rocks, also a member of the Oversight Committee's Civil Rights Panel, said the widespread use of tear gas shows that the current design of our law enforcement is militarized. And you know, I've been saying that for for decades, that they are mil- uh, they are militarized. The subcommittees noted that widespread use of tear gas against protesters in the U.S. persists despite the United Nations ban on tear gas in conflict zones. The memo notes that uh, what little research has been done on tear gas was largely conducted around 1950 and only included animals and young men in good health. Basically, they are saying no one has tested its effects on humans extensively and no agency has taken responsibility. Raskin and Krishnamurthy requested information from uh, multiple federal agencies, including the Environmental Protection Agency, you know, the EPA, the Department of uh, Health and Human uh, Services, and the Department of Justice regarding efforts to regulate tear gas, studies on the effects of the chemical on human health, and the feasibility of establishing universal, universal standards for tear gas products. Each agency responded briefly, confirming they do not regulate tear gas and are not aware of any activities or actions regarding tear gas. We don't have the studies. We only have empirical reports on uh, on tear gas. I mean, when I say empirical, I mean people actually saying, this happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me. Earlier this year, one survey uh, by Kaiser Permanente uh, Northwest found that hundreds of people exposed to tear gas at protests in Portland last year experienced uh, changes in their menstrual cycles, including intense cramping, blood clots, and abnormally long periods. So, if it can affect the body that that way, and you're not against it, but you're against uh, the vaccine that doesn't affect the body that bad, there's a problem with you. However, there is some um, uh, some research going on right now into the effects of the vaccine on the menstrual cycle, just to let you know. Uh, the White House said today that starting November 8th, foreign visitors who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be able to travel to the U.S. Kevin Munoz, White House Assistant Press Secretary, tweeted... <coughs> The U.S. new travel policy that requires vaccination for foreign national travelers to the U.S. will begin on November 8th. This announcement and date applies to both international air travel and land travel. This policy is guided by public health, stringent and consistent. The same rules will also apply to non-essential travel at the American land borders and to visitors who arrive uh, in the U.S. uh, by passenger ferry, apparently. An official said... These travelers are required to be prepared to attest to vaccination status and to uh, present proof of vaccination to a uh, 
Customs and Border Patrol officer upon request. So there you have it. Uh, November 8th. If you want to, if you're not here and you want to come here, there you go. The fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said yesterday that it will allow Texas, Texas's uh, controversial uh, new law that bars abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy, to stay in force while it considers an appeal of a judge orders uh, judge's order blocking it. The vote of the panel was two to one. But this is a right-wing sociopathic court. The issue is the privatization of the law. And, I, and I've said this before. I've explained it. The privatization should on its own bill uh, be illegal. But privatization is a means to say, see, we aren't restricting abortions because the state is not. And that's, that's the, the crux of the problem. Uh, the state's not restricting abortions. So the law can stand because the state is doing nothing. They've privatized it. The law is very specific on parsed language. And that's why uh, the court is having trouble overturning it. Pittman wrote in his order that temporarily halted that uh, that temporarily halted the law last week, fully aware that depriving its citizens of this right by direct state action would uh, be flagrantly unconstitutional. The state contrived an unprecedented and transparent statutory scheme to do just that because they can't do it according to the Constitution. So they have to leave it up to the people to do it. With the fifth, you know, there's got to be some sort of a, a, um, a, a restriction that says that only uh, government can enforce the laws. But this is the, but they're allowing people to sue them civilly. That's the problem. It, it's, it's so insidious. Uh, with the fifth Circuit's latest move, the Justice Department is expected to turn to the Supreme Court with a request to halt the law, the right-wing sociopath Supreme Court. But the Supreme Court had declined to block the law after clinics requested an intervention earlier this year. I, you know what? I got to, this weekend, I wonder if I'll have time. I'd, I'd like to have time to read the uh, Texas Constitution. There's got to be something in there that blocks this. Um, former President Bill Clinton is in the hospital right now. Don't worry, he's not doing bad. I, I'm more worried about Jimmy Carter. He's, geez, what is he, a billion years old? He's like almost 100. Um, uh, anyway, Clinton had a UTI that moved into his bloodstream. The, the infection moved in, into his bloodstream. Doctors say he is responding well to an antibiotics and looks like he'll be out of the hospital soon. So don't worry yourself about it. He'll be fine. And don't forget her. Don't forget Friday. Look for the uh, flaming bag of crap today. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, was it a short one today? I think it was a short one. Under 20 minutes? Did I do it? Oh, I did. Isn't that nice? Thanks for listening. Friday, October 15th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you coming every day. It's so nice of you. Bring someone with you today or this weekend and uh, tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.